0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. This Show Choir Saturday, we have two episodes for y'all, and both of these are from directors from small show choir states. The states themselves are not necessarily small. Well, one is, <laughs> but um, they have very small show choir populations. So for our very first episode of the two today, we have my friend, Trisha Fisher, who is at Vermilion, South Dakota. Vermillion is the town where University of South Dakota is, so it is a university town, but it is also a small town, and it is also a rural town. So it's a really interesting case study in a place where show choir is thriving, though maybe not... The place you would normally think of. So anyway, please enjoy my conversation with my very good friend, Ms. Trisha Fisher. I'm preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to the choir. Yeah, I'm preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to the choir. choir. Sorry, feels bad. He's telling me. I was like, you're lucky it's someone I actually know and am friends with. <laughs> like, otherwise, I'd be super mad at you. Um, okay. Well, let's start by talking about the cruddy COVID stuff, which, of course, everybody's like, oh, I don't want to deal with anymore. But I have found that everybody's doing it very differently. So it's kind of helpful, I think, for people to hear, like, what does it look like there? So have you seen Rhythm and Red this year? Have you done everything normal? Do you have a group? Have you had regular choir? Are you hybrid? So tell us about your life.
1: Okay. Well, um, I was part of the task force that, um, of course you were, <laughs> you know, kind of decided what the high school is going to look like this year. Yes. And so, um, when I went into that, I was technically, cause I teach at three schools, elementary, mm-hmm. middle and high. Mm-hmm. Um, I was technically there for the middle school, but mm-hmm. like. A few weeks in, and they're like, okay, you need to come talk about the high school since yeah. we don't know your schedule. <laughs> and um, so um, they were at the point where they were going to go two weeks on, two weeks off with half classes. Oh. So like two, four, six, you'd see for two weeks. Okay. And then one, three, five, seven, you would see for two okay weeks. Okay. Um, and flip back and forth. And, mm. um, you know, in... There were a lot of, like, math and science people, which Mm -hmm. I totally get. So, like, in their head, that calculated fine. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, it's a 14-day quarantine period. This is what makes sense. Um, And then I reminded them how much their children forget over Christmas break. Yeah. And then you expect them to pick up where you left off. It's compounding so,
0: information. Like, just going <laughs> away for a few weeks and being like, and now let's return to algebra. Probably not.
1: Right. <laughs> we ended up going to um, just one week on, one week off. Mm-hmm. And first period was every week. So okay. that was like a skinny block or okay. whatever. Yeah. Um, so I saw my choirs every other week. Okay. For all of her semester. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That worked out okay. It wasn't ideal, but um, we made it work and we had an hour and a half. So we got to do a lot of things we didn't normally get to do because mm-hmm. um, you have a huge chunk of time and, um, and it's more than just one day a week. Our normal schedule is like a seven period Monday through Wednesday and oh. then half block. Okay. So Thursday is 246. Friday it. is 1357. Um, so, you know, it's not like we haven't taught for 90 minutes at a time. But um, it was kind of interesting because those same math and science teachers um, had a really hard time filling their hour and a half. Weird, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> um, I I do get to say uh, January 25th, we have gone back to our normal schedule, okay. which feels awesome. I love so, it. Mm-hmm. Um, just in time for contest, uh, which is great. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, Has it been different? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But not in the sense where I've felt loss. Okay. Okay. Um, You know, we have to do things all spread out. Mm -hmm. We have an amazing facility right off the choir room. Yes. Our auditorium. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can be 8, 10, however far apart. Right. They learn how to listen differently. They learn to sing through the mask and not Mm -hmm. to themselves. Yes. You know, I'm I'm sure that has helped them in many many ways well that's Um,
0: I mean I that what you just said right there is I think the key that I'm hoping most people have gotten to now but I think was a a sticking point for a lot of directors early on was the whole the loss the notion of the loss like how much are we losing focusing so much on what we're losing what we're not getting what the it's gonna be different it's gonna be terrible whatever I mean like you just said like they will adjust And it's probably not a bad thing for them to learn, to adjust, you know? I mean...
1: Well, yeah. And think about the last major event that's really happened to mm -hmm, the United States. mm -hmm. They weren't born. No, exactly. I just talked about that this weekend with
0: some students. Like, they have no memory of 9-11 whatsoever.
1: Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. So, you know, I mean having to go through something where you have to become resilient is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we have taken all the positives we can and we just continue to see what life brings right so because
0: that's all really you can do (laughs) right this is what we're being given and do the best (laughs) you can kind of situation um so you are having I would assume some level of normal rehearsals then at this point with them like are you getting to work on a show are you having any sort of performances or anything like that that you're looking forward to
1: yep so we still had show choir all year we still have our Monday night rehearsals all of that we had our fall show um we added A riser on either side of the four by four, so Mm -hmm. we go six by four. Mm -hmm. So with my group of forty, I can easily spread spread them them out. Yeah. Mm Yep. Um. And then, um, yeah. So we worked. We had our camp show. We Mm -hmm. had our comp show. We (laughs) did um, your
0: choreographer teach in person, (laughs) or (laughs) or did he teach virtually, (laughs) or she teach virtually? I guess.
1: You know, actually, we've had um, a mixture of how we've learned our choreo. Okay. Um, Has a person come in? No. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Heath Guimar is my brother. What? Tell
0: me more. No, I'm just kidding. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so when I go, Heath, I need your help. Right. He... um, has more flexibility cause we have more tools now. Sure. So we were able to set up a screen at the front of the auditorium. They could mm-hmm. be on the risers. We put on a zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got to teach them live during a rehearsal yeah. and see them. And he had them on his TV and, um, You know, he still got sidetracked like he normally does, and it was very much like he was in the room because he was (laughs) (laughs) life-size. You know, I have to wonder if that kind of stuff is
0: going to stick around when this is done. I I feel like it is. Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't think it's bad. Especially now that he's an adult, you know, and has, like, a real job and and lives far away. You're Also, I have to side mention that your brother has, like, one of the realest of real jobs. Like, he's one of those people that, like, for having (laughs) as much show choir, you know, like, attachment as he does, and doing choreography and stuff for you but like he is like a real life real human big grown up job in like DC <laughs> right,
1: right, right, so
0: you know Luke Warren and I talked about in his interview about he's got a brother that you know is just super removed from music and so like when he'll tell him you know oh this happened today it was so hard his brother like was it hard was it hard that like they didn't sing in tune. Weird. You know, and I'm like, I, yeah. it's, it's funny because it's like, you know, sometimes we place such a high value on what we do. And it is important. But there is, you know, security clearance at the national level important. And then there's like this eight yeah. count. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you can have him come in for like 30 minutes of a rehearsal as opposed right. to like, please get on a plane. Please come here for two days, which. Right. That's and shove it cool. in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm hmm. So, and then another one, Steffi, mm-hmm. she um, made some videos during her off days mm-hmm. and then my kids learned them and taught them and, sure. you know, mm-hmm. just different things like that. Yeah.
0: But that's nice to have the flexibility to do it multiple ways Absolutely. now. Um, and Absolutely. then I, I, you know, I should say this too, cause I don't know what, if everybody knows like your geographic location. So, uh, you know, we're talking about South Dakota, obviously Vermilion is kind of smack dab in between Sioux city and Sioux Falls, really, I would say probably. Yeah, yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Um, although you're probably closer to Sioux City, but the you're you're not even right directly on the interstate. You're a few miles in. Yep. So, you know, we're not dealing with a situation where you're in a town of like hundred thousand people, two hundred, a million, or whatever. So, right. Like, what is your city population and what's your school population?
1: Um. I think technically Vermillion is like 13,000, maybe, right. but 10,000 is the college, or you know, it's something Yeah, weird University
0: like that. of South Dakota is their friends. We don't know that as well. Yes. So, yes.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our school, like the high school yeah. this year, is like 365 mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. so it's it's pretty small
0: I think that's so good for people to hear though too because I sometimes people will say to me like oh I just you know I don't think our department's big enough to support a show choir I don't think we have enough kids to do it like you have a school of 300 some you have a right. show choir of 40 like yeah that's th- no excuse friends <laughs> basically like it's doable my point is it's doable at any size it's kind of just about what you put into it and you know like your level of recruitment and desire to have it I guess but my other reason for bringing that up is just from the COVID standpoint like um, you know a lot of groups are from those larger metropolitan areas and so certainly they're dealing with different rates of transmission probably they're also dealing with different um, regulations from local and state entities I mean how involved do you feel like you know local government for you has been as far as like you being able to do your job has it even been a
1: factor is that even a thing you have to think about um especially at the beginning or any Mm -hmm. time a big performance comes up I have to stay current with my research sure um, and I have to be an advocate for my kids, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, we have to really look and go, okay, is this safe? Right. Is this doable? Mm-hmm. Does this make sense? Right. Um, and have a fine balance of being in the fear bubble mm-hmm. and being in the mm-hmm. it's all made up bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. Um, and so- doing as much
0: as you can to do as much as you can safely.
1: Right. Yes, right. exactly. And I think we are in the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> being a small school, mm-hmm. being there's benefits in and out, to that right populated. now. Yes. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> like we had zero COVID cases oh, sure. in our entire school district last week. <laughs> zero. Um
0: I I don't think we've had that since March
1: or <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. last March. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I yeah. mean, mm-hmm.
0: very very different. And we're
1: we're a mass school. Yeah, you know, a lot of people that were remote are coming back to school mm-hmm. now, and mm-hmm. um, people are just doing what they need mm-hmm. to do. And that's a key element in all of this that I think a lot
0: of us were painting with a really broad brush early on about like nobody should be in person, nobody should, you know. And, and that was certainly right. easy to say, and I was very much in that camp as well um, because I think I was just afraid of where where I personally was and what I was seeing felt like it was irresponsible to be doing some of those things that you're talking about right now. Yeah. But there are very different places all over yeah. each state. I mean, I'm in Texas, for goodness sake. Trust me, there's a very different – there's, like, seven versions of Texas, you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah. not – you can't just say, well, this is what we're doing for all of Texas. Just, like, you can't say this right. is what
1: we're doing for all of Show Choir or this is what we're yeah. doing for everywhere. What makes sense for us doesn't make sense for Sioux Falls. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. You know, or even I mean, Sioux City. In a completely different – And those yeah. are just
0: a few miles away. Um, yep. You know, and we obviously – we have a, you know – a, a mutual friend um, over at outpoint um Jefferson, which is not terribly yeah. far from you. Um, no, but
1: they have no space. They haven't been able to have it at all.
0: Exactly. And that's why I want to bring that up. <laughs> it's like, it's a similar size yeah. school. Probably you guys are close in size. They're a little
1: bit smaller, okay. but yeah. Yeah. And so, similar.
0: like, Kristen on the other hand is like, well, you know, I mean there's just not room to be doing it. So whereas your right. size isn't the only factor involved, I guess is my point. So, um, right. so yeah, I think we're starting to see that more with people, the whole, like, well, this is working for us, so we're going to continue on. Um, or this is not working for us, so we can't. So, um, right. well, I'm glad that you guys have been able to have it because it's just, it's such a cool, it's such a cool special part of what we do in our departments. And, and it is. It, it's sad for me when uh, groups can't have it right now. Are you hosting anything? Are you doing any of that stuff?
1: We are hosting an invite. and yours would
0: be in a week or so here, a couple
1: weeks, right? Um, A couple weeks, mm-hmm. yep, February 27th. Yep. Um, That has been an interesting endeavor. I bet that has. And anything you're willing to tell us, we would love
0: to hear. I mean, like, don't feel like you've got to overshare, but, I mean, we're super yeah. curious about how that's going.
1: So, um, you know, we first looked into the pod format, mm-hmm. and that was going to work really well mm-hmm. and bring in, like, four groups at a time and okay. whatever. And then we got down to scheduling and I said, okay, I have to know, are you planning on coming? Right. And we went from 14 or 15 groups to seven. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Because... The farther we've been in this thing, now other things are popping up in their towns. And well, Mm -hmm. of course, that makes sense not to get on a bus and travel three hours when you could do something across the street. Right. Exactly. Now. Now they're getting that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, right now we're going to move forward with our seven groups. Mm -hmm. And um, are you having um, audience or are they all virtual and it's just the
0: kids and the judges?
1: Um, It is going to be all live streamed. Okay. Um, When we set out to go, should we have an invitational? We Mm kind of looked at, okay, what are the, what makes doing an invitational? Like, why is that important? Right. Um, Obviously, it's a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to take the fundraiser part out. And I said, okay, what can we do that? teaches them educationally what are the important parts this you know? by the way friend is why
0: we're having this conversation because <laughs> i knew you were gonna say like crazy smart stuff and i was like everyone needs to hear trisha just be the smartest person in the room <sighs>
1: yes uh, no that is so <laughs> true yes so, ma'am. okay what did you learn when you were in high school mm-hmm. in show choir mm-hmm. you got to support your friends and not be st- you were competitive. Of course, you wanted to win. Right, right. Um, but you were also super excited when they nailed that jazz hand. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, and you were excited growth. to support each other, mm-hmm. you know. So it was really important for me to take the parents out of the auditorium and put the kids in.
0: Oh, I'm going to write that down. I'm going to get a tattoo <laughs> of it. I'm going to embroider <laughs> it on a pillow for you. Take the parents <laughs> out of the auditorium and put the kids in. <laughs> That is something we need to all take forward from this. <laughs> oh, Not because I don't. Lo- I mean, I am a parent. You're a parent. I mean, like. We, oh, absolutely. We've been Parents the other side of the ball. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But in yeah. this instance, the bare minimum, the basics of what we need. Right. And what the kids need is for them right. to be in the room. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, yeah. And then and you're then, doing judges, of course, obviously, that are watching yep. it. Okay.
1: critique. Yeah, we have Any a critiques? couple judges. The cri- They'll go to critique. Okay. The next group will go to warm up. hmm um, and so the space will air out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and the yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it sounds like kind of best
0: case scenario. I mean, I know it's harder to go from like a 14 to a seven. You know, if you're uh, in a regular year, you're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's Whatever. not a regular year and you're still getting to have nope. it. and they're still getting to yes. have that, uh, that opportunity. Yes. I love that. And your yes. I think your, your invitational especially too is, is so important, I think because it services, um, groups that don't travel necessarily always long distances to compete, um, groups that are sometimes a little bit smaller. Um, and so like, it's different, you know, when you lose, like, let's say you're in the Omaha or Des Moines area and you lose a comp or whatever, but there's like 45 comps, you know, and like someone is having, like your geographic location is, is very like, this is the ball game right here, guys, you know, and in the state of South Dakota as a whole, it's you, Washington, Roosevelt and Mitchell. And Aberdeen that hosts. In Aberdeen. Right. Yep. So, I mean, like, yep. but that, but that's for the whole state, friends who are listening. Like, right. if you do not – again, that's not just in one town. That's not in one metropolitan area. So, you know, losing any of those comps would be hard for some of those groups, I understand that, to, to sustain their program, I guess is my right. point, you know. Right, um, When you're dealing with especially smaller programs, losing a year right. it can be like losing an entire graduating class cycle. Um, yeah. Versus, you know, those departments that have two or three groups. And, you know, like it's just, it's a different thing. So um, absolutely I like, I love everything you just described about how you're handling that. I think that's super, super smart. Um, and I, I just, I'm glad that those kids are still getting that opportunity. That's awesome. Um, we, I, I want to just not talk about COVID ever again, but we're going to probably at some point, but <laughs> let's move forward into like, um, just a little bit about like, how you got to where you are like what was your path to being a, a choir director and i mean i feel like maybe you grew up around it or something maybe i don't know i mean tell us a little about how you ended up yeah. where you were at
1: okay so um i grew up with show choir my mm-hmm. dad is a show choir director who is your dad um my dad is jeff key <laughs> yes <laughs> Just in case and, we shouldn't
0: assume people just know. I mean, you have a different married last name especially too. Right, so,
1: yes. Right. Um so, you know, I grew up um around watching it. Yeah. You know, I I have pictures from newspapers dancing in the park with them and, you mm-hmm. know, being on stage after mm-hmm. shows and um mm-hmm. You know, I I went through all the highs and lows that yeah. most people go through. I am the oldest, so um, you know, my freshman year, I didn't make it and mm. I was the tag along and um worked that much harder to get in my yeah. sophomore year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but that had to been hard. I did not know that. That's gotta be really interesting <laughs> to like
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, um so um and then I got to watch him my dad Mm -hmm. um in a lot of different scenarios from you know the established program um and and going back to starting a new program um so i was in college and i went in as a music bio major Um, i loved my (laughs) ap bio class okay um i had a fantastic teacher and one of my favorite things was dissecting cats. Um, and I remember having <laughs> all these dead cats around this person's house because we were studying <laughs> for a big test. And oh, gosh. Um, yeah. we. Cool. It was just it's a great class. It was a great class. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, I, I bet I could do something with both. Right. Um, and so I got through a couple of years, and mm-hmm. I had always wanted to work at Disney oh tell us about disney so um i made it to or got in the disney college program yes um and i would say it was still in its young process then yeah Um, we're about the same age right
0: so we're talking you know okay late 90s around the early 2000s kind of time yep okay
1: so, I um, went down there and I worked in merchandainment. Fun. Um, I have some former students who I know did that angle. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, the first few weeks, uh, they put me in strollers. Oh. God and bless you, I, friend. <laughs> um, I did not enjoy myself. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a special kind of help. Well... You you smell the garbage yeah. and you have all these people speaking a language you don't understand mm-hmm. making fun of you mm-hmm. and you just feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm.
0: Or yelling at you or not even treating yeah. you like a person and yeah. All
1: yeah. That. And I was like, this is not what my Disney experience is supposed to be.
0: <laughs> this isn't magical. Make it magical.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> and so I um They ended up moving me, they really liked me for whatever reason and they ended up moving me to delivery services. Okay. And I got to have some freedom and I met some really cool people and I got to drive the packages around to the hotel. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you get in a white van with some blue letters and numbers Mm -hmm. and you get to go wherever you want. So Mm, um that is neat. That was a lot of fun. But what I realized was I needed to finish school and get a degree. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You're like this isn't what I want to do forever,
1: <laughs> right? And that's kind of when I went. I think I'm going to be a music teacher. Yeah. I, I, bio wasn't really working out for me at the college level, yeah. and um, I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Can I ask if maybe part of
0: that was the people angle? Like, are you someone who likes being with people, likes having the opportunity to like be around people? Um, was that part of it wanting to because I would imagine bio is a lot of lab time maybe less peopling maybe more research
1: yeah you know um, I think the way they presented it in college and the way I learned it in high school Mm. were two different parts of my brain sure Mm -hmm. Um, and I just I yeah I realized I wanted to share music with people yeah that's That's what I wanted -hmm. to do. So So you switched major. Well, you didn't have to switch entirely. I didn't really switch. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Just do the the ed courses.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just got those done. Um, I got married in college. Mm -hmm. I met my husband at USD. I Um, also got married as an infant. So I I understand. Well, I was 22. How old were you?
0: 21. Yeah. So, okay. I know that jam. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We're going to be having our 20th anniversary already, which is so weird. (laughs) And so you got married during college, even okay. And then what does yes. he do for a living? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um,
1: he is an elementary guidance counselor. I didn't know that. Oh, I love
0: that. So he few guys. Me out. So <laughs> few guys in elementary. They're so rare. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, and that's yes. yeah. You guys are probably a great balance for each other. Okay. So when you graduated, was this the first job you had, or did you have something else first?
1: Um, this was the first job we had. Wow. Um, so. At first, he took a fifth-grade position, mm-hmm. and they had a fifth-grade and music opening. Okay. And so we did that. Yeah. And then he went and took a counseling job the next yeah. year nearby. Mm-hmm. And then um, I have stayed.
0: Wow. And, and, I mean, you obviously went through college in that town. It certainly has a special place for you for a lot of those reasons. I know I feel that way about Lincoln, yeah. where it's like, oh, Lincoln. You know, so that's got to be really cool to be able to also be – I know you work – Kind of sometimes closely with the university, you have that connection still, and I know that um, Dr. Holdhusen had kids go through of his own go through your program and stuff like that. So, yes. talk a little bit about the connection with your department and the school, if that
1: has any effect on you know your time. Dr. Holdhusen came close to when I started at the high school. Okay, so um, he was developing his program mm-hmm. after kind of this. We, the professors that I was here with, mm-hmm. they had been here for over 30 years. Great, yeah. And then we kind of had this interim person mm-hmm. for a few years, and then Dr. Holdhusen came.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he has really developed a cool program at USC. He really has, yeah. That has done really well, and um, the last few years uh, we have been able to partner with some things yeah. um, a little more, and we're both kind of more established, so yeah not so overwhelmed that we can think about each other. <laughs> totally. Also,
0: your kids are getting older. That helps, too, having yes, your own children. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, he
0: really has. I enjoyed the projects I got to work with him on while I was there. He does – he has done yeah. good work there. I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, okay, so you've been there – you went from middle school – or, uh, sorry, fifth grade at one point um, – Um, So I taught
1: four, seven, my first three years, Mm -hmm. um, started a middle school show choir. Mm -hmm. And then I became the eight, 12 Mm -hmm. person.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and then we had the cut, the South Dakota, 10% cut Mm -hmm. (laughs) special and we lost. Yeah. We lost our music teacher and we all had to pick up a bunch of stuff. So now I teach fifth grade and seven through 12, Mm. um, and, and so. fifth grade
0: is so different than <laughs> what you're doing. My very first job was 512 vocal, which yeah. was a big deal. because And South Dakota is similar in this, where it was like, okay, to not have a job that was K-12 was like, okay, great. It's not K-12. Awesome. I'm just getting right. to do mostly sec- mostly secondary. And then to have a job that wasn't vocal and instrumental in some capacity um, I think it's got better in the last twenty years since you and I graduated, but certainly early on, that was kind of the thing. As people would just be like, "Well, you know, you teach music, and you're like, yeah, those are different things. Like right. <laughs> marching band <laughs> and concert wear are not the same. You do not want me doing that, even if my certification says I can." <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I just remember those early years when I did it, where it's like you really have to like turn a switch in your brain, like entirely. Yes. Fifth grade is just not the same no matter what building they're in. At all. As like, (laughs) yeah, no, they're just not. Um, And not, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just they're very different things. they're just different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you said you started a middle school show choir. So they had already had a high school show choir or did you have to start that also when you got there?
1: No, they had already had a high school Mm -hmm. show choir. Um, The director before me brought it from swing choir to show choir. Yes, okay. Which is great to not have to make that leap yourself is kind of a nice. And then. A big jump. Um, and then we updated their dancing when I got up here.
0: Yeah. Again, you so, know a choreographer yeah. that would help with that for sure. So right. why not? He was not? in high school, but yeah. yes. But yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> yes. But I mean, I didn't know him in high school, but that is a freak of nature of dancing. So I'm not surprised that he was Absolutely. probably able to do that at that age too. Um, but yeah, that's – and then around the state around that time, certainly this would have – okay, so this would have been like what, like – Um, late aughts maybe like 06, 07, 08 somewhere in that time frame maybe yeah I
1: started here or I started at the high school in 06 okay
0: so like around the state at that time certainly you know I I know obviously from personal experience that Mitchell's been around a a very long time Um, and then you guys had one I you know I'm trying to remember my Sioux Falls stuff like I feel like Washington and Roosevelt probably had
1: them around then Washington has had one for quite a while. Okay, okay, um, yeah. Even in the '90s. Yes, that's
0: what, that's um, kind of what I remember. But Roosevelt is a little newer, yeah. if I remember correctly.
1: Roosevelt is definitely newer. Okay. Um, Robin is amazing. Yeah, she has um, been
0: a and force she just with that department. Mm-hmm.
1: Built that program to a
0: beast. It's mm-hmm, so cool. Mm-hmm, so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like four groups now, I think, too, which is like. My head wants to fall off sometimes when I think about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, for sure. And that, I think, has helped build, like, I think Washington and Roosevelt have helped kind of bolster each other in that way, which is a cool thing to see.
1: They've really developed a cool connection. Mm-hmm. Um, they've created that camaraderie rather yes. than rivalry. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think as a state they're... as a
0: whole, we're all pretty good at that, if I'm being honest. you know? Oh,
1: absolutely. We're a small state. There's yeah. not very many. We had to it.
0: stick together pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then Aberdeen has had one for... For a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But honestly, beyond that, I mean, like, it's just kind of been those staples. You know, there's a few other smaller ones for sure. Um oh I think Harrisburg those are the has started. S- I'll point Harrisburg Jefferson has started.
1: Out. You know, I mean when the <laughs> when my dad started the Mitchell invite, yeah. I I mean DeSmit would come. Oh yeah. Clark would come. Mm-hmm. Um because I remember them decorating with the Clark bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> So smart. <laughs> so, like, a lot of small schools have had a show choir. Yes, but, but maybe may... not consistently.
0: Or Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's
1: probably depend on director. the director. Yeah. I know Watertown had one for a few years. Yeah, and um, I even – they even still had one at the beginning of the time I was there.
0: So, I, it just okay. like you said, I think the director thing is so important. And in smaller, more rural areas, those director jobs are tend to be pretty transient. People come in and out every right. few years. So, it's yep. hard to keep – something going with any sort of regularity if it's not a regular uh a director that's there all the time um right. you i assume you were always in the corn palace for the classic that was we were yeah <laughs> Yes. I was actually I'll be honest kind of sad I never got to run a classic at the Corn Palace and I, I say that to people in Mitchell and they'd be like no you're good like this is a way better situation like and I'm like no but like the Corn Palace
1: there's something special about everybody being up in the gym just oh, by dividers yes.
0: oh yes and, and we were able to get the popcorn ball well you know this we were able to get the popcorn oh, yeah. balls delivered over to the pack so people didn't lose yeah. their opportunity for popcorn balls which was really
1: those were one of the most important things <laughs> they re- of that competition people were like like
0: upset and concerned with me early on with that. Like directors were like, but there will be popcorn balls, right? I was like, I don't even know what we're talking about. They're like, oh, What? <laughs> you know, and I was quickly educated, so I didn't say dumb things like that anymore. But um, yeah, it's it's such a neat state of it for being such a small pocket of the national scope of show choir But I mean, yeah. these are groups that really hold their own i think sometimes people look at smaller states or more rural areas and they're like oh okay that's nice you have a show car no 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 no. like we have legit yeah. show cars <laughs> like
1: they're, they're very good
0: <laughs> i can say that i'm not there now so i'm just flattering you you guys are very good <laughs> um but yeah i also think that you guys uh do a good job of um doing it for the ooh, i hate to use these kind of you know elitist terms but the right reasons um i think there are certainly places that get lost in the hype of it or that like we were talking about earlier the fundraising of it and the whatever like i I think it's a very kid-centered show choir circuit in south dakota which is very cool to see yeah
1: absolutely i i agree oh so
0: i want to talk about for just a second about like state show choir because you were around when that kind of all got started and the ball got rolling. I was there for part of it, but I wasn't there at the at the impetus of it. So certainly some states, in case you guys don't know, are starting um, either doing like an all-state show choir where kids audition individually to be part of an honor ensemble or they some states are doing a situation where there's like a competitive event and there is placement like state champion runner-up things like that so south dakota went the direction of a placement event so yes. how did that come about was that something the state wanted you to do Was that something you guys got together and were like hey we we
1: think this is interesting. Um, that was something that um was brought on by the activities association okay so the state um, level they were, you know, I think they were trying to find another way that they could support choir because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, we only have the one event by the by the activities association right. for choir, yeah, which um, is large ensemble contest. Um. Well, oh, all state. Oh, yeah. well, I guess I'm sorry. I guess yes. kind of
0: two, but um, <laughs> you're right; those are sort of run differently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. And so, I, you know, I think, um, they were trying to okay uh well, groups around here have show choir so maybe we should offer something at the state level mm-hmm. um right so it lasted three years mm-hmm. um they were fun for schools like us mm-hmm. um that really got our community mm-hmm. going oh they really are yes at the top of their class mm-hmm. you know like it gave lay because, people an
0: understanding, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, we go to a competition. It's a treat just to make finals. Oh, I yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, again, we're a small school. Mm-hmm. My 40 are fierce, but mm-hmm. there are 40 people who are varsity basketball players mm-hmm. and cheerleaders. and <laughs> Doing <you know. laughs>
0: everything else in the world. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, half of them are sophomores and freshmen, and <laughs> yes. half of them are juniors and seniors, yes. you know. Um that's that's just the makeup of our group and Mm -hmm. um so like state for us gave us just kind of that reaffirmation 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 Reaffirmation. yes Mm -hmm. reaffirmation um you know to our administration like oh this is cool this is something they understood Mm -hmm. like getting first or second at state mm-hmm. you know they understood that was a pretty cool thing mm-hmm. even if there were only three or four in our division right um,
0: right but <laughs> it, you have the state trophy i mean it's it's right it's a state that's a, event. That's a big deal mm-hmm, to them
1: mm-hmm. so uh,
0: it was um, a little weird i will say from our division standpoint because we're the we're the division larger than you which was right only because we would see each other so in our division it was mostly uh, it was Mr. mitchell uh, Roosevelt, Washington, um, Aberdeen, Aberdeen. Yeah. and and that's great. And we're all super competitive with each other in a good, healthy way. Like it's right. you know we're all right. similarly matched a lot of the time, you know things like that. But in, in that way, it almost just felt like a regular invitational for us. And so yeah. it seemed kind of like well, and it was always so late. It wasn't like beginning of April. And yeah. You're like okay, after you'd been done with your show literally for three weeks, <laughs> finished dinner theater, put the entire world to bed, and then you'd have like two rehearsals. Like, hey guys, remember this? Like, good luck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you know there were some things about it. That I think from the larger school standpoint, that was just kind of like, well, I don't know that we really need this. You know, I mean, not right. that not that it wasn't worthwhile. And honestly, I would have been okay if they had kept... I personally would have been okay if they had kept it going. I, I mean, I didn't have any issues with it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, I don't know. And we did only total for the entire event. Like, your, your division, you are saying, has, you know, three, sometimes four. Um. Ours had yeah. four. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't a huge, like, oh, there's 30 groups competing for these things. So, right, right.
1: Um.
0: And I know that, you know, when I was at my tail end of my time there, some of us had batted around, like, well, should we move to an all-state model? Like, where you audition individual children and things like that. I'll cut this part out if you're not doing this, but are you looking um, at doing
1: that? They are still in the process of defining that. Um, You know, COVID, I think they were about ready to launch it, and then COVID hit, and so I think it'll take a little bit yet. Yeah, Yeah. but that would be a neat,
0: a really neat – opportunity for those kids too I think so I'm in support of the all state model for people not that anyone answer my opinion on that but when you you look at ones around the country I think the all state model is really interesting to see because those are kids that see each other weekend after weekend and them getting the chance to be together in an ensemble like there's something kind of cool about that I think
1: definitely you know um
0: well we talked a little bit about the state stuff um so let's let's keep going with that information which is just you know choral music in the state of South Dakota um one of the biggest shockers for me coming from a Texas situation when I got there was the Allstate is one of those situations where it's just a massive ensemble like 700 some kids and in like they're in um seats in a big arena you know and a full weekend of. I mean it is so so crazy to watch that many kids like singing all the same music together. It's super fun. Super nuts, but super fun. And you have been in yeah. charge of that sometimes. So, like, tell us a little bit about the All-State Weekend in South Dakota.
1: Yeah. So, um, there's a little over 900 kids. Oh, I was super um, wrong. 900, guys. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in the choir side. And there's usually an orchestra that weekend, too. Mm-hmm. And so, we do a couple of combined numbers. And then we have our own mm-hmm. set of whatever. Um, we do have every jazz school, band also. Yes, that's in May. But it's a different thing. Yes, I was going to say, yep, just so everyone thing. knows, we don't ignore the
0: instrumentalist other than orchestra. Yes. And they
1: have weekend. all-state band, too, and yes. that's a different weekend, yes. too. Just not the same weekend as
0: that, but orchestra and choir right. are the same, yeah. Right,
1: right. Um, so uh, every school can be represented. Mm-hmm. Um, each school is allotted a certain number of quartets based on their enrollment mm-hmm. size. And so... Um, it's kind of cool that everybody gets to be represented. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really, you know, that is South Dakota. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when we're talking about kids centered and things mm-hmm. like that, Very much. that, that really has been the philosophy of our mm-hmm. founders. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it makes for an interesting weekend. Uh, it makes for an interesting uh, COVID plan. I um,
0: wondered that. I was like, "How is South yeah. Dakota doing this? Oh my goodness!" Like as yeah.
1: as of right now, now things could still change because mm-hmm. I don't think anything's certain till March. Mm-hmm. But um, we're planning on moving ahead in April, mm-hmm. um, and not having an audience. Yeah, and yeah. Spreading them out six feet. Are they the gonna be like in the area? round
0: in the Sanford Center? Like they didn't have to like encircle Almost. the entire arena. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who's the conductor this year?
1: Um, so we uh had to make a new game plan. Because okay. our, our original conductor, you know, totally understand oh, didn't yeah. quite feel
0: comfortable, yeah. Like I get it.
1: bringing mm-hmm. nine hundred kids together mm-hmm. under one roof. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we we think it's happening, but right. you just don't know. Yep. is that the safest thing? Yep. We we don't know. We yep. day go to back day. and forth every yep. day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um so we found someone in South Dakota. Okay. Um that's super flexible. Um and Dr. Holdhusen is actually going to do it. Oh yeah, okay. And so what he did was he picked songs from previous years. So we had them in our library. Smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to save our conductor for next year yes. and do his music that he's really good at gotcha. next year with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do these other ones with Dr. Holt he's in. Mm-hmm. So um, if it happens, I know yeah. it'll be wonderful. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be okay too.
0: You, are you chair <laughs> right now?
1: I am. Oh, bless yes. you. Okay. Well, yes.
0: the, and and it should be someone like you because, again, you're super smart and I'm, I'm not worried that you won't make the right decision when the oh, time dear. comes, whatever that is. I don't
1: have any say of what you, goes. I know, but I mean, like, you, you're you <laughs> always good organizer. at looking. You're
0: always so good at looking at all the sides, I feel like. You're a great person to it in that. You're not literally just standing here going, well, this is what I want. Like, you're, you're looking at everybody. Like, I remember... Yeah. Well, OK, so you were <laughs> this is how you and I got to know each other uh, quite a bit better was, you know, time spent in the Allstate weekend. And then um, my yes. second and third year, I spent time doing the committee with you guys where we would do spot checks. So I think similar yes. to what you see in other states with quartets, uh, South Dakota has a situation when you get there for the weekend. We put up cuts. Um, there, of course, a surprise to everyone involved. And then we pull in. Um, randomly it's not every school that gets spot checked you randomly pull in schools to um, spot check various quartets and then um, you know if it if it doesn't go well let's say you can we can ask to see the rest of their quartets or you can you know say we're gonna need to see you spot check for the next couple years just to be sure we're like learning our music and being prepared kind of thing because as you said that's kind of the deal with having everyone having the opportunity to be presented represented is you still have to be sure everybody is prepared um you can't just and and every school certainly handles it differently how they prepare their kids for the all-state weekend yeah um so i think that i've always thought that was kind of if you're going to do it that way where you have a representative available from every school i think you have to continue doing that the checks and balances of it to make sure that kids are ready you know um very first quartet i ever spot checked i had to um had to call back. Very first one ever. I was like, "Cool, cool, cool, great. I remember calling you ever mean like are is this am I being just way oversensitive?" And then we did another listen and you were like, "No, that was the right call." And I was like, "Okay, cuz I just thought, sure. What are the odds the very first kids I hear are kids I'm like, "No, these children are blessed them not ready," you know? So. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, it's such a massive undertaking and I think you guys do such a good job of that as a state as a whole. Um you know really coming together and making that happen because you guys are very geographically spread out very yes. diverse types of districts and, and department sizes and all that fun stuff so um, yeah, kudos to you guys it's, it's, an, it's a neat weekend it very much is and then you also have the um, um, honor choir over the summer which is not run yes. by the state specifically
1: no that is run by um, ACDA mm-hmm. and um, that is auditioned yes um, on a few weekends at a few sites. Yep. Mm-hmm. So much smaller. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, with the sight reading yeah. and the um, tonal memory and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it that's a very cool experience. I think that Weeks one long. looks a lot more like what most
0: states would expect an all state an to all state look states. like. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yep. But it's nice. Again, you have both. You have a way to have everybody yep. represented, and you have a way to kind of have an, an extra special. Experience yeah. if that's what you're yeah. into, kind of deal. Um, and then certainly choral festivals and things like that held by universities and, and, um, All state preparation week or days, you know, which is cool to go to those. Um and
1: almost every college university mm -hmm. is now offering those prep days. And I think that's helped our state get Mm -hmm. ready better. Oh,
0: for sure. And they're great recruitment for those universities too, which is absolutely really smart. Very smart, of course, on their part. But um I'm literally thinking of so many people right now. I'm not gonna put this part in there, but like I mean, I haven't even seen Angela on Facebook in forever and I was just thinking of Denise and I was just thinking, like all these people are now popping into my head that I'm like oh <laughs> people I miss think I haven't had any reason to be back up like I, I was like I need somebody to hire me to come judge so that I can just like see people and wave at them and be like hey how are you of course once COVID is yeah. over then I can like hug people's necks again and all that but um, there you go. Anyway, side note, I will not put that part in the podcast because no one cares about <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, the so I feel like the the, the the choral state in South Dakota is really, really unified, which is cool to see and definitely not the case in all states. So that's that's a pretty neat thing yeah. you've got going on there. That's um, fun. Well, when you um, look, let's talk about like large um, ensemble contest kind of time. So you do that in the spring, of course. Um, yep. Do you feel like there's, like, a high, um, you know, level of importance placed on that? Like, what would you – if you had to pick, like, one element of what choirs do in South Dakota – and I know it's different per school, but, like, since you're, you know, kind of in charge of a lot of that, you sort of have your finger on the pulse of those things. Like, what do you feel like is the thing that we focus on or pride ourselves on the most in South Dakota? Um,
1: like you said, I think each school is different. Mm-hmm. Each program is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know – I don't know that region Mm contests is necessarily the top priority. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I would agree. Yeah. Um, Um, Which was a surprise moving in from out of state because
1: that's a top priority in a lot of places. Um, Yeah. I do think it's an opportunity that good choir directors can take to get some solid music in front of their kids Mm -hmm. if they if they choose to totally um you know and they if they can't take the ownership they can blame it on region contests. you know (laughs) exactly Um, (laughs) so I I guess I I think yeah I think everybody would probably have a different answer of what's what's really important
0: and you guys do a good balance at your school in Vermilion I think of of show choir balanced with traditional choral experiences Um, As well as, you know, the Allstate and things like that. So, like, it's a good balance, I think. I just think in general, South Dakota does a good job of balancing things. I don't know why that is, why I have that vibe about it. But (laughs) it's great faces and great places. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) I put the little jingle in the beginning. My husband and I had an entire argument in our kitchen when we still lived in Mitchell. I can vividly remember this. About how the jingle from the early 90s went. And I was like, it's like, gray places, gray faces, South Dakota. And he's like, no, that's not how the tune is. He was like, it's South, South Dakota. I'm like, no, 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 it's like South Dakota for like 20 minutes until one of us thought to look up on YouTube and like just watch the commercial. I want everyone to know that I was correct, but like, and I didn't even live in South Dakota and he did. So I don't know what that says about him, but maybe I just saw more commercials because I didn't live in South Dakota. Did you get to watch the South Dakota commercials when you were a kid? Did they show them in South Dakota? Because they were on constantly where I lived.
1: (laughs) I feel like they did, or
0: on the radio. (laughs) Yes, the jingle on the radio and the majestic shot of Mount Rushmore all the way across like the sky and all of that. Um, But yes, guys, if you haven't gone to visit the land of South Dakota, you should go do that because it truly is beautiful. They're not lying to you when they say things like that on television. Um, well, it's time for the five questions everybody gets asked. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So um, I know you're super excited about this part. So <laughs> first one's an easy one. What is your favorite form of entertainment? Like if you're not working and you're just hanging out, like movies, music, podcasts, cooking, mm-hmm. sleeping. No one says sleeping yet. I'm waiting for sleeping.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Um, I do a lot of cooking to relieve stress. Ooh. I like canning.
0: Yeah. Oh, fun. And what have you canned yeah. recently? So what season um, is it? Well, it's
1: been a while since oh, yeah. I've canned, since yeah. it's frozen here. Yes, yeah, so I was going to um, say, not the time right now. In a couple weeks, I'll be canning some strawberry jam. We'll be getting Yum. strawberries from the fruit truck. Yep. Strawberry. So. I love that. No one has
0: said that yet. Canning is a new one. I'm I'm proud of you. Good job. Okay. What is your favorite show choir show that you have ever seen? You can't have had anything to do with it. Like, you weren't in it and you didn't direct it. And it, it's okay uh, if you just saw it on video. It doesn't, I mean, and not all of us are seeing live show choir constantly.
1: Yeah, I, oh, man. There's probably several
0: favorites. It's, I was going to say, you can tell me as many as you need to. <laughs>
1: Well, I would have to say one of my earliest is probably um, – they come from Mitchell. Cause, of course. Yep. You know, that's where I was, and that was before the internet. Yep. Um, so songs like Hot, Hot, Hot mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those breakout years um, for them. Think,
0: how old were you around then? What year we I was a freshman
1: was... that year. That so was –
0: 95, six
1: ish yeah there, four ninety-five, somewhere there um but also like um on alaska did this basketball michael jordan song um you know like that was fun i remember watching um i remember my dad bringing a videotape a videotape vhs yes yes ma'am um of (laughs) of clinton and they did um, I, I I feel like there was a giant house or something, and I remember,, um, it was from Jekyll and Hyde. Okay. And I just remember it being so cool because that was so out of where we were. Exactly. At that point. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and then, Clinton. of course, you know, my junior year, we got to see Pete Eklund's, um opera show. Oh, yes. Cedar Rapids, the Jefferson. Coolest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> like, I haven't watched it in a,
0: a little bit, but um, I stumbled across it about a year ago again. and I just sat and watched the whole thing. That's, I actually had friends that were in seen that it from since college.
1: I saw it live. Okay,
0: I'll put the link in the, in the <laughs> bio here so you can click okay. on it and see it if you want. But like, I have a couple friends from college that, okay, so Pete went to the university
1: have been shortly after One that? year after
0: that. I was trying to remember if he had one okay. more year. I think maybe he had one more year after that. May have been his last year before he went. But anyway, it's right around that time. Because he started at the university in 98. So, oh, okay. Um, and then my freshman year at college was 99. So he'd only been there one year when I got there. But okay. a lot of kids from Iowa, from that area of Cedar Rapids especially, came to UNL for school because that's where Pete was like he was like the (laughs) recruitment tool you know kind of deal and so I had a couple of friends actually in college that were in that show and at the time I did not know I mean like I again it was VHS I had no way of seeing it I wasn't there live you know whatever and so they would talk about it and I'd be like yeah it sounds cool whatever and then I remember finally seeing it (laughs) at some point like into my teaching into my adulthood I was like Oh my gosh. Like they were not kidding. That was incredible. So, yeah, it's um yeah. there's a cherry picker on stage, everyone. Like guys, if you haven't seen this, you need to you need to go watch it. It's it's an entire opera. Like as a yeah. show choir show. Like
1: it's... And then didn't they have a completely different show when they made finals?
0: Yes, I think that was that year, or it was the year before where he did that.
1: But within that time frame, know.
0: there was like a three-year time frame there where every time Jefferson did something, you're like, "What is happening?" In yeah. fact, you can go back to you can go back to Miss Linda's episode in season one of Preaching of the Choir podcast, and she talks about like. <laughs> competing against them like as Buffalo Grove, like competing yeah, against them and like yeah. meeting Pete and, and discussing things and whatever and that is a trip if you haven't listened to that because like <laughs> it's like seeing it behind the scenes for sure at a time when we were definitely not that age and we would, we would not yeah. have been behind the scenes yet at that point so <laughs> okay I'm definitely putting that in the bio for people to watch it's pretty incredible I agree with you um. Okay. Then the follow up to that is, what is your favorite show that you've ever been a part of? So either as a performer or as a director or maybe one of each. Oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's like know. picking a favorite child. I know. Is there anyone that sticks hey. out to you though that like int- it was more it was really interesting for some reason or creatively you just remember it? You know. We'll, we'll stay away from the word favorite. How about that? How about just... Okay. Things that, that you remember.
1: Um, I would... <laughs> I think one of my favorite songs would probably be one of most people's least favorite. Okay. Um, we did this Weird Al Yankovic medley in high school.
0: <laughs> I am a huge Al Yankovic fan. So not weird to me that you love Weird Al in this context. Okay, so you did it in high school.
1: We did it in high school and I, what just, age were you? you know, what year was that? What year? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if it was my sophomore or junior. Well, I can look
0: it up. It's at least in the age range of, or year range of like 94, yeah. 5, 6, 6, 7, 8, somewhere in
1: there. 96, 97, okay. somewhere in there. All right. Um, I'll look it up. You know, and there were these guys that, um, I just remember them being Larry, Curly, and Mo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, in um, part of it. And there's Gosh. Jen Hinson and her amazing dance. I, I don't know. It was just one I of feel them. like I need to – I'm interrupting you
0: here, but I feel like I need to bring this up because we didn't really talk about it. But I think it's really important to point this out. So you went to high school in Mitchell. hmm You would have been the same age or around the same age, therefore, being in FDC with – probably chris miller yes who is now the director at wheaton warrenville south and was at mitchell yes. for a while Stephen todd would have been somewhere around your age yes okay.
1: he is in our migration. literally your same
0: grade okay so you grew <laughs> yes. up with Stephen todd okay you he is were... my
1: little brother yeah yes. Uh,
0: yes exactly and you were in show choir together okay yes um Lacey Music, who was the director at Mitchell for a time, and yes. um, is it's not now, but is still has still lives in Mitchell has kids still in Mitchell, yeah, in her uh, that are oh gosh, our kids are about that age, so she's about to have kids that will yes. be in FC. Um, yes. so you know if you know about the history of show choir, like Lacey was a the director there for a certain period of time. Yeah. Um, who am I forgetting? There was somebody else that's well, of course, your dad obviously was there at the same time as you. Right. Um, right. I feel like I'm forgetting someone though. That like in the scope of show choir world. Like, that's a lot of people to come out of a town of 13,000 in the middle of South... Oh, your brother, obviously, is sort of from there as well. Like...
1: Yeah, he moved when he was in sixth grade.
0: I know, but still, <laughs> the point being is there's yes, still a Mitchell yes. connection there. Um, Your guys' age, uh, Janelle Margallo is... Janelle Margallo. Um, yeah, she's is, a
1: year older than us.
0: She's on Broadway, or at least was before yeah. the shutdown. Um,
1: like... And There's actually several people from yeah. those years that are performing in some capacity. Yes. And that's that's my point yes. is I think that that – it
0: speaks to a couple of things, I think. First of all, it speaks to your dad as an educator and just what he inspired in people and brought out in people. And, and I think that that's super cool and very special. And I'm sure you feel the same way because he's your dad. And you wouldn't say otherwise <laughs> on a podcast even if you felt differently. But I think also it speaks to kind of the magic – I hate to be this general, but the magic of the small town, I think there's something to that that often gets overlooked nowadays in this, you know, world where people are always looking. And I say this as someone who lives in a large metropolitan area like, you know, but I very much enjoyed our time. in Mitchell because, because of a lot of those things like yeah it really is a slower pace but at the same time allows I think for space and time to be creative and to cultivate those skills and those activities and like you said you've got kids in your group that are like in basketball, they're the cheerleader. They're also the, the, the... Like, you get to do 55 million things during your high school time. Like, yeah. I love that. I think that's a cool Absolutely. thing that kids get and they do not get in these large schools. Like, where you have high to basically is for specialize. High
1: exploring. Yes. Yeah. High exactly. school is for exploring. And
0: I think that, you know, certainly... Mitchell as an incubator in that time frame is, is a good example of what can happen when those all those things all converge at the same time so um, right. I'm sorry I had to interrupt you in the middle of talking about that but I was like oh, I cannot not talk about how crazy that is that like yeah y'all just are Absolutely. all from this like chunk of time now Jen Gulsvig would want me to say that she is also from there at that time Uh yes she, she was very much not living in Mitchell <laughs> guys she just I mean she can claim it if she wants. Well, but she was yes.
1: a few days a year. <laughs> that's true.
0: Um, she, she has fantastic story. That is, that was one of my favorite things is when she would come judge to see her like with Lacey music and to, you know, yes. see you guys bumping into each other in a hallway and see her and Steven, like you guys go back. I mean, yeah, that's such that a neat cool. experience. And, and y'all <laughs> got to see each other over the summer at SCA and forge incredible bonds, uh, you know, yes. within that same age group, we could have this part of the conversation too. Like Jared Voss Corey is Anderson. that age. Corey Anderson yep. is that age. Um, uh, who was I just forgetting? Oh, Randy Sage. Randy Sage. Sage. Mm-hmm. Um, like all of those people yeah. who are still yeah. majorly, in April James, majorly involved yep. in what we do today. Yeah. We're Darren all from Dale. this. Yes. From this <laughs> yes. like three graduating class years. Like 97 through 99 basically or 96 through 99. Like that's yeah. nuts if you think about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it I
0: is don't think there's another year scope where we can look at it just yet maybe there's too young but I mean like I can't think of another time where I can pinpoint just this chunk of a generation basically this micro generation that yeah. has had that much impact on what we you know what we do so um but you know look at
1: look at those founding um directors music people yeah you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they were kid focused they were mm-hmm. I mean Absolutely. that it always comes back to the music and the kids mm-hmm. and they instilled that in us. They gave us opportunities for growth and mm-hmm. leadership. They, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't about them. Yeah. It was about, Ooh,
0: say it again louder for the people in the back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, um, that is a huge you know, part of
0: something I feel like I'm talking about with younger teachers all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a opportunity this past weekend to go do a clinic um, which I, I'm not doing any judging this year. I just didn't quite feel comfortable about that. But with clinics, I had some specific parameters. And if, if directors were able to, like, kind of hit those safety markers, I was like, well, okay. Yeah. You know, depending upon the school and who I knew there and all that fun stuff. But anyway, I had an opportunity to do that. And they had a student teacher. And at the end of the day, he was so, so kind. He comes up and he goes, I know you've been doing this all day and you probably don't want to talk shop, but can I ask you a question? I was like, I always want to talk shop, A. B, absolutely. Like answering questions for young teachers is like my favorite thing to do. So, and he was like, how do you get them to be engaged and care about what they're doing this much? And he's like, how did I do that? And I was like, first of all, I didn't do that. They're choosing that. You just yeah. create an environment where that can flourish, A, yep. and B, the way to create that environment, I think anyway, for me personally, and I'm, I want to know what you think in a minute here, but is um, trust has to come first. If you build a level of trust with those kids that they know that you're doing this for the benefit of their growth and their path forward, whatever that is, music or not, yeah. doesn't matter. Yep. Um, if you can build that trust, the music will be better that follows and the music will follow if you spend all your time plunking notes and making details right and the choreography being clean and whatever but they don't trust you and they don't have any sort of mutual respect right uh, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what trophy you win it just doesn't they won't have that effect on them they won't take it forward with them into the rest of their life as something formative if you had to pinpoint something what would you say is the thing you think is the thing you're trying to do first with your kids
1: um, probably just creating that space where they can be themselves.
0: Yeah, that safety zone, basically.
1: Yeah, because yeah.
0: yeah. you're right yeah. that once you've done that, I mean that's where the vulnerability. They can take happens. it as so far as they, they want. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there's your there is your young teacher advice for the day, guys, from two old ladies. Okay, <laughs> you're not old. Just kidding. Just I'm old. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> Did you already have the birthday I was talking about earlier? I, I had it last year. Had it yeah. had last year, yeah. <laughs> I know we're pretty close there, but it's, it's yeah. the 401 guys. Actually, I did have somebody tell me this weekend that they were like, I really am struggling knowing how old you are. Like, I can't picture that. I was like, <laughs> first of all, that sounds terrible. Thank you so much. That's horrible. Don't say that again to someone. But they were like, no, you just seem so young. I feel like you're that way too. I just, we're clearly just perpetually, I'm going to stick with 32, I think. If you had that a, sounds great. If you had to pick a year to stick with, what would you stick with?
1: Yeah, somewhere 32, 35
0: ish. Yeah. Oh, 35 was good yeah. too. Because you're kind of old yeah. enough that people start to take you seriously at that point and they stop, you know, arguing with you about dumb stuff that you definitely know the answer to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 35. Yeah. I like that answer. Okay. Number four of the five. What is your, uh, if you can remember, can you remember what your senior year choir show, show was? Like, do you remember the songs? Um, I love it when I get a director who was in it though like really in it and so like I'm ex- I can't wait. I'm so excited.
1: Um Steven could tell you. Um, well, that's actually He has a memory of a steel trap. I was just going to say I actually know this answer because
0: Steven <laughs> has definitely told me and we've watched it in the past, but I'm just curious I, what you remember about 1998. Um, I know we got
1: blue dresses that year. Yep. Yep. Um I think we sang too many fish in the sea.
0: I think you did too. I feel okay, like guys. that's correct. Um, I haven't watched it in a couple um, years, but I feel like that's correct.
1: Is that the year? Uh, I think Allison Hamill had the solo in our uh-huh. ballad. That for and sure it was is maybe true. An indigo girl song or something like
0: that. I could have sworn it was a musical theater one. I'll have to look.
1: Okay, it could be. Okay, I don't know. Um, too many fish. You're for sure correct.
0: To, too hot to handle. I feel like I think so too I think I that think that is correct I couldn't tell you what the guy said <laughs> I mean the guys probably I mean Stephen could but I think that no one else yes. could maybe tell you that but um when um, I post this in the link that means guys if you're not keeping track that you're going to get to see baby Trisha on stage and baby oh, Stephen dear. Todd on stage um also I think Lacey is your is your age as well right yes okay so she, she will also is be a, up
1: there. a few years a year younger so
0: she will also years, be on somewhere. stage if you but know she'll be people. on stage yeah um Did you ever dance together?
1: I know we sang a duet together, but he was way better than I was. What year
0: did you sing a duet together?
1: I think our senior year at Fall Show.
0: Stop it. I'm going to find a video. Oh, my gosh. That's adorable. Up will show you sang a duet together?
1: (laughs) Yeah. We sang – the beauty and the beast christmas had just oh. come out and we sang that song yep. that was like in the credit
0: cannot think of the name of it but i know exactly what you're as talking about
1: yes there's christmas mm-hmm. that one
0: yeah okay I'm, I'm gonna find a video i'm sure it exists like, I'm going to find one. That's adorable. Um, okay. It so the Yeah. And that, well, but people have uploaded them to YouTube now, I assure you. Oh, dear. Um, I'm sorry in <laughs> advance. Okay. So then the last question, which I guess is how you feel right now, your most embarrassing moment on stage, <laughs> either as a performer or as a director. A lot of people have director ones that are really, you know, more embarrassing than their time on stage. So.
1: Um I don't know that it would be embarrassing. It was very stressful. One of my first competitions we went to. Um I we went to UNL. Okay. And it was super early mm-hmm. like you know, Steven got us to go and he's like, "Oh, people really only know half of the show." And right he likes. His version of half of the show and my version of half of the show are two different things. Very different. Was um, it the lead center at this point? So you're in that giant room. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It was in the lead center, mm-hmm. um, and we are in the warm up room. And um, my piano com- player comes up to me and says, "Mrs. Fisher, where's the bus?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? Why do you need the bus?" Um, I left my music there. <gasps> oh <laughs> my gosh. And for whatever reason, I did not have the piano score, and I don't. know I don't how think that's I would have
0: though either. All the time, um, I mean, I just recently started realizing I should carry that everywhere. Oh <laughs> my gosh!
1: And he played most of it from memory, but <gasps> I had to fake my way through the ballad. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh no! Oh, oh man! Do you remember what year that yeah, was? Yeah, isn't it? Was oh man! It had to have been either 2007 or 2008.
0: Was Mitchell there too? Was that the ramp Year? Do you remember? Maybe. Because I was there in 08. <laughs> I was a judge's assistant. Okay. Pete was letting me kind of okay. like intern basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I maybe saw that show. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and look and see if it's that same year. That's hysterical. Oh, my gosh. I love the small, the small <laughs> worldness of choir and show choir just – never ceases to make my heart warm inside it's fabulous so, um well thank you so very 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 much for talking to me today I know you were like okay whatever girl but like really I can't even begin to tell you how you're just one of my smartest choir friends and I know that you oh don't want to hear that and you're feeling turning 50 shades of purple but like <laughs> it's true it's very very true and I just knew there was going to be things you were going to say that people needed to hear today so I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for your state. And tell everyone I say hi when you get to see them again and that I miss them. And I them will. And try to stay.